That, of course, is uh, Stella's massive hit, Violent, released in 1999. And Stella was one of the bands performing at the Selwyn Sounds Music Festival, happening a week on Saturday, the 4th of March. The lineup features Huda Gurus, My Sex, Dave Dobbin, Jin Wigmore, Greg Johnson, Blam, 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 and Stella. And Stella's lead singer, Bo Runga, is with us now. G'day, Bo. Kia how are you? I'm extremely well. That song was off your d- debut album. It's amazing to think that that was d- on a debut album and you had three other big singles um, and it became the second highest selling New Zealand album. How surprised were you at the time by that success? Uh, honestly, we had no idea it would take off the way it did and we're ever grateful for that because, you know, so many years down the track, we still are able to play and get around and, you know, share music. So we're very grateful. It seems no idea. No idea. No idea. <laughs> it seems to me, and I'm thinking of other bands uh, like The Feelers, that New Zealand bands from that era, um, including Stella, people have a lot of love for 23, 24, 25 years down the track. Yeah, well, music was so different back then. When you think about access to music, it was quite quite different to how it is now. Um Things weren't weren't as accessible, I guess. You know, nowadays you have um, streaming platforms and um, so much more accessibility to see bands that you like or you've heard of or whatever immediately. And back then, not so much. You know, you'd have to go and see them live, or there could be videos or or what have you. But it's just it's just not that. I don't know. When people saw us live, they would like us, yeah. so they'd come and see us again and again. So. Yeah, and, just, um, and, and, and also, of course, amazing support from radio back then. Well, so. well the thing is, too, yeah. with, well, the thing is with streaming is that the, the kids are exposed to so much more, whereas back then oh, it was what you could afford, wasn't it, pretty much? Exactly, <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> totally. um, nowadays, yeah, it's a completely different world. I mean, we're, we were right on the cusp of it changing. So um, I guess... Yeah, maybe there's a bit of a fondness for that nostalgic thing of actually going to see bands that way or, or discovering bands that you saw on the TV or, or what have you. It's quite, it's quite a different, you know, it is so completely different. So that, that record was produced by um, Tom Bailey, who was with the Thompson Twins back in, back in the 80s. What was it like walking, mm. walking into the studio when you first met him? Because I, I imagine that back in the 80s, um, you thought, wow, he's a big star. He was, oh, he's still a big star. And he's, uh, you know what, he, we were so very lucky to actually have him consider and accept being part of what we were trying to do. And um, he he is a very friendly, very um, open person, and he's very interested in people. So he was just, he just made the whole process very comfortable. Um, when we first met him, we actually went out and, and ate with him a few times, you know, had dinner with him and... Got, got to know him outside of the studio before we went in and um, started making music together. Um, I think that's quite important. You need to have a, a really basic um, like for somebody to work with them for a start. You know, you want you want to have a gelling kind of experience with, with that person as well. as And if you, you know, it just worked brilliantly. Well, people know uh, your name and they know the name of your sisters as well because your your family very musical, very well known here in Canterbury. Um, yourself, <laughs> yeah. Pearl, and and Bic. Um, mm-hmm. How in, how involved in music were you when you were growing up? Um, I guess all of us were doing different things, really. Um, but we listened to music a lot at home. Our parents' records, etc. We all learnt guitar. We all did have a um, a love for music. It was really encouraged by our parents, 
you know, especially by our father who basically wanted us all to be artists or musicians. There was no other choice. <laughs> Which I, I can't imagine you had, you had other mates whose, whose fathers were wanting that for their kids. I know. It's highly unusual, I guess. I mean, unless you come from an artistic background, I guess maybe that's not really what, what your parents would be, you know, trying to interest you in. But um, it's, it's normally considered a hobby, really, isn't it? But, yeah. um, but no, our, our parents were very supportive and um, encouraged us to learn, you know, got us guitar lessons, got us piano lessons if we wanted them, all, all of that kind of thing. So... It was very supportive, and so we all did um, Christchurch School of Instrumental Music, or we did we just did a lot of that that kind of thing. Yeah, you said you, know, d- you just bad. you just said then you said if we wanted to, and it was just as I was about to wow. ask. I was just about to ask you a question. Quite pushy. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. What? How pushy was he? Because because he was pretty pushy. Let's yeah. just say. You yeah. Know. Um. He because we were. Because we could sing, I guess he was like, "What? Wow, why would you not? Why would you not sing? Why would you not?" Um, you know, we uh, back in the day, actually, both my sister Beck and I, we we won the Brentston Intermediate Singing Cup, uh, but my sister Pearl didn't want to enter that competition the year that she was actually there, and my father was just absolutely <laughs> devastated. Was, it, was he trying to was he trying to live out some musical career through you guys? Is that what well, it was? I don't want to, I don't want to say that. No, perhaps no. He's actually very talented, Dad. He's um he he could play piano by ear, so he would be able to hear anything, and then he'd hear a song or something, and then he'd be able to work it out on the piano a little clumsily at first, but then he'd eventually get there. But it was all totally by ear, so yeah. Can you can you do that? Can you do that? You've got that gift. Um, not. Uh, if I really, I'm just a bit too embarrassed. I'd, ha- I'd have to sort of, I really think about it and then have to sort of work it out. But I don't like the clumsiness of, of that kind of thing. And I'm not skilled enough. My sister Beck is definitely better at than, than I am. She's mm. more learned in, in, in piano. So, yeah. I was reading an online comment about you yesterday, which went along the lines of saying that of the three sisters, you were the rock and roll one or you are the rock and roll one. How fair is that? I guess I'm in a rock pop band, but mm. um, but I don't know rock and roll. Depends on what your meaning of rock and roll is, I guess. I, I, sup- do, like, I do like rock music. Yeah, sure. yeah, That's yeah. That's probably yeah. my favourite yeah. kind of personally to listen to, I guess. But um, but hmm, maybe, maybe, I maybe. Yeah. I suppose I'm in a rock band. Yeah, maybe because the, maybe I'm because the- said something about me. <laughs> Oh, exactly. Best good to be talked about rather than ignored. I suppose it comes. And I know this interview about you, not about your sister. We don't want to get that sort of um, sibling rivalry going on. But I suppose um, people will think of Beck, for example, and think of those beautiful melodic tunes that she is famous for. And perhaps, and Stella is almost um, flips that on the head, doesn't it? Mm, We don't really. We don't really do the ballad thing or the. well, it's quite different. She's she's a she's very poetic at what she does as well, you know. And she it's quite a different style of music. Her her listening tastes are different. Um, whereas I was always a fan of pop and rock, you know. Sex um, taste is different, but yeah, it's, it's completely different. And she's had such great success with what she does, and she's very talented. So yeah, she mm. deserves it all. Who were the bands or, or artists that you loved when you were a teenager? When I was a teenager, you know, I, I um, I was thinking about it before because, of course, we're playing with my sex and we're playing with Hootie Gurus and um, at Sound Sounds, which is really cool. And back mm. in the day, 
they were just on the cusp of not so much Hedagurus, but um, and also because I played in covers bands. Yep. Um, and so we knew these songs, and I was thinking, guys, you can't believe how great some songs have uh, are that have come out of the Southern Hemisphere. You know what I mean? It's just it's just brilliant. Um, back in, I guess. I used to, when I was a teenager, I used to love, you're going to laugh, no, oh, don't laugh. Try me, try me, give it a go. <laughs> but um, all these kind of gothy bands, I guess, Yeah. you know, English gothy bands a little bit. Yeah, you yeah. You know, like The Mission and The Cult, and um, so that was my later teen years. But my earlier teen years, I was completely into Kate Bush, of course, because um, back then in the early 80s, she was just amazing, mm. like late 70s, early 80s. And um, I guess a lot of a lot of pop music that, that I'd see on the... I had this really amazing recollection of sitting with my dad watching RTR and, um, um, what are they called? Um, they did um, Shout. Oh, Tears for Fears. Tears for Fears. Yeah. They came on and I said to my father, we were sitting watching it, and I said to my dad, oh, my God, Dad, I think that song's going to be number one. <laughs> you predicted like, it. Oh, you predicted it. I did predict it. You, it you did it predict so catchy. it. It's immediately poppy catchy, chanty, oh, so good. Yeah, but every, everybody wants, to, but doesn't everybody want wants to rule the world a better song? In my opinion, yes. It's just that's got a great feel, but you can't, you cannot deny the, um, the sort of immediate appeal of Shout back then, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't even know what year that was. It could have been 1984. Or, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. matter. Doesn't I, matter. I talking to my father. My father actually used to write music reviews, and my father, because I sent him the Shania Twain, that first album of Shania Twain, and I said, oh, Dad, I think you'll like this. And he said, this is going to be number one. <laughs> just, he rang me. He said, oh, that album you sent is going to be number one. I told him, really? Wow. You know, she just released like, I imagine it was what, massive, as you know. Oh, I'm sure tea time at your place. Like, this is going to be number one. No, this is going to be number one. <laughs> Arguing about what's going to be number one. Exactly, yeah. Right. I was going through your 2020 lockdown playlist from um, uh-huh. April that year and saw that um, Roberta Flack's song, The First Time I Ever Saw Your Face, is your favourite song of all time. Is that also the song that you wish you'd written, or is it something else? Um, oh, there's so many songs that I wish I'd written. I... That song, I just think it's the creepiest, <laughs> most beautiful, you know, um, love song. It's quite creepy, but when but when you listen to it, it's just divine, just in the way that it's just this language. It's it's Roberta Flack's execute. Yeah, the way she, you know, her um, way of singing and the way she holds these beautiful notes and just and what she's speaking of and just. Yeah, it's just intensely beautiful. I can't um, resist asking. I asking, I, I can't resist asking why you think it's creepy. Well, you have a listen to it next time. Yeah. it's quite creepy. <laughs> it's just, it? I think okay. it's got this beautiful, beautiful. The orchestration is so intense and so beautiful. I mean, creepy is that when you actually start listening to the lyrics, it's quite um, oh. creepy. It's quite a dark. It's quite dark and but quite. There's a bit of every breath beautiful. you sort of a bit like every breath you take. How that's all about stalking, but people that's, play it at their weddings. Just, that's just. Mm, yeah, well, yeah. No, you, don't, you, don't, you don't think about that part, do you? <laughs> but, um, but no, it's just, it is one of mine, it's definitely up there, and I think, I, it's, like, it's so hard to pick a, a favourite song, but I just, I just intensely love it, and mm. so, yeah, it's mm. just beautiful. Compared to the days when you started out, how are things, mm-hmm. how are things better, do you think, for women in the music industry? Well, I hope they're better. I mean, I hope that things are better for women in general, 
just um, in any kind of work environment, and the music industry is no different from um, other working environments. But it's, I mean, there has been so much happening within um, within the world, within um, people's with women's rights mm. within a workplace. So, mm. I mean, I I can only think of how my world was growing up in the music industry, and I was very lucky to have really good people around me and. Um, you know, the, my my band and my friends, mm. and to have a great deal of protection around me in that regard. And also because my father, the way he brought us up, us girls, um, he really wanted us to be strong as well. And I don't know, he's, he's, he used to be in the army. He's sort of got this quite, you know, strong view of how, how you should behave and how you should um, hold yourself and, and everything. I don't know, it's, it's just so hard and I'm just hoping that things have changed. I think there's been great change with it, with, with the initiatives that have come about from various things that have happened in the music industry in the past few years and I think that's wonderful. I think, it, you know, women need support if they are seeking it. Mm. You know, if something has happened, they need to be able to go and, and get help and feel free to be able to do that. So, yeah. Okay, yeah. out of 1 to 10, how excited are you about Sound Sounds? 12. Brilliant. All right. Okay. <laughs> hey, nice to talk to you. Lovely to talk with you. Brilliant. And uh, look Thanks forward for to seeing time. you. Thanks. Thank you for your time. Bo Runga, uh, lead singer in Stella.